Hello, and welcome to another episode of Fireside Poems. I'm Dr. J. Today's poem is The Planting of the Apple Tree by William Cullen Bryant. This week we celebrate Arbor Day, which comes after Earth Day on the calendar, but preceded it in observance, having been celebrated in villages in Spain as early as the 16th century. The first Arbor Day in the United States was observed in Nebraska on April 10, 1872, when one million trees were planted in a single day. The first Arbor Day proclamation by a United States president was made by Theodore Roosevelt on April 15, 1907. The traditional activity of Arbor Day, whether by individuals or by groups, is the planting of a tree. Individuals and groups have been planting trees since time immemorial, of course, as we find in Bryant's The Planting of the Apple Tree, written in 1849. In the opening line of The Planting of the Apple Tree, the poet invites another, I like to think a teenager, to join him in planting the tree. The first stanza consists of instructions to the young helper, the next three stanzas all begin with the same question, what plant we in this apple tree? More prosaically, the question is, what are we planting when we plant this apple tree? The helper has apparently asked the question, and the poet repeats the question three times while answering it. Planting a tree is a gift to the future, and as the poet explains why they're planting the tree, the future stretches out before him and his listener till the time when they'll both be dead, and eventually to the time he will almost, but not quite, be forgotten. Let's listen. The Planting of the Apple Tree by William Cullen Bryant Come, let us plant the apple tree. Cleave the tough greensward with the spade. Wide let its hollow bed be made. There gently lay the roots, and there sift the dark mold with kindly care, and press it over them tenderly, as round the sleeping infant's feet we softly fold the cradle sheet, so plant we the apple tree. What plant we in this apple tree? Buds which the breath of summer days shall lengthen in the leafy sprays, boughs where the thrush with crimson breast shall haunt and sing and hide her nest. We plant upon the sunny lea a shadow for the noontide hour, a shelter from the summer shower when we plant the apple tree. What plant we in this apple tree? Sweets for a hundred flowery springs to load the May wind's restless wings when from the orchard row he pours its fragrance through our open doors. A world of blossoms for the bee, flowers for the sick girl's silent room, for the glad infant, sprigs of bloom we plant with the apple tree. What plant we in this apple tree? Fruits that shall swell in sunny June and redden in the August noon, and drop when gentle airs come by that fan the blue September sky, while children come with cries of glee and seek them where the fragrant grass betrays their bed to those who pass at the foot of the apple tree. And when, above this apple tree, the winter stars are quivering bright, 
and winds go howling through the night. Girls whose young eyes o'erflow with mirth shall peel its fruit by cottage hearth. And guests in prouder homes shall see, heaped with the grape of centuries vine and golden orange of the lime, the fruit of the apple tree. The fruitage of this apple tree, winds and our flag of stripe and star, shall bear the coasts that lie afar, where men shall wonder at the view, and ask in what fair groves they grew, and sojourners beyond the sea shall think of childhood's careless day, and long, long hours of summer play in the shade of the apple tree. Each year shall give this apple tree a broader flush of roseate bloom, a deeper maze of virtuous gloom, and loosen when the frost clouds lower the crisp brown leaves in thicker shower. The years shall come and pass, but we shall hear no longer where we lie, the summer songs, the autumn sigh in the boughs of this apple tree. And time shall waste this apple tree. Oh, when its aged branches throw thin shadows on the ground below, shall fraud and force an iron will oppress the weak and helpless still. What shall the tasks of mercy be amid the toils, the strifes, the tears, of those who live when length of years is wasting this little apple tree. Who planted this old apple tree? The children of that distant day thus to some aged man shall say, and gazing upon its mossy stem, the gray-haired man shall answer them. A poet of the land was he, born in the rude but good old times, Tis said he made some quaint old rhymes on planting the apple tree. There are so many things to enjoy in this pleasant poem. The likening of the care to give to the young tree to the care we give an infant. The dynamic portrayal of the tree as spring's buds become summer's leafy boughs for the singing robin. The fragrance and blossoms of the apple tree coming into the house to cheer a girl in a lonely sick room or delight the baby in its cradle, the apples swelling and reddening, the leaves first reddening in the fall and then curling brown and brittle, the winter evenings when daughters peel the apples for their mother to make applesauce. It comes as a surprise, then, when the social injustice of the human world intrudes and we're reminded of those oppressed by fraud and force. The poem was written in 1849, and the next year's census would show 3,204,313 people held in slavery in the United States. Will this still be so, the poet pessimistically wonders, when the apple tree itself is old and withering well beyond any present human's years? If not, what new tasks of mercy will future generations be called to accomplish? But the final stanza returns to delight, if a somewhat rueful delight, as Bryant closes with a nod to his own afterlife among the living, achieved not through his verse, but by the planting of the apple tree. Let's listen again. The Planting of the Apple Tree by William Cullen Bryant Come, let us plant the apple tree. Cleave the tough greensward with the spade. 
Wide let its hollow bed be made. There gently lay the roots, and there sift the dark mold with kindly care, and press it over them tenderly, as round the sleeping infant's feet we softly fold the cradle-sheet. So plant we the apple-tree. What plant we in this apple-tree? Buds, which the breath of summer days shall lengthen into leafy sprays, boughs where the thrush with crimson breast shall haunt and sing and hide her nest. We plant upon the sunny lea a shadow for the noontime hour, a shelter from the friendly shower when we plant the apple-tree. What plant we in this apple-tree? Sweets for a hundred flowery springs to load the May wind's restless wings, when from the orchard row he pours its fragrance through our open doors. A world of blossoms for the bee, flowers for the sick girl's silent room, for the glad infant sprigs of bloom we plant with the apple tree. What plant we in this apple tree? Fruits that shall swell in sunny June, and redden in the August noon, and drop when gentle airs come by that fan the blue September sky, while children come with cries of glee, and seek them where the fragrant grass betrays their bed to those who pass at the foot of the apple tree. And when, above this apple tree, the winter stars are quivering bright, and winds go howling through the night, girls whose young eyes o'erflow with mirth shall peel its fruit by cottage hearth, and guests in prouder homes shall see, heaped with the grape of centuries vine and golden orange of the line, the fruit of the apple tree. The fruitage of this apple tree winds in our flag of stripe and star shall bear the coasts that lie afar, where men shall wonder at the view and ask in what fair groves they grew. And sojourners beyond the sea shall think of childhood's careless day and long, long hours of summer play in the shade of the apple tree. Each year shall give this apple tree a broader flush of roseate bloom, a deeper maze of virtuous gloom, and loosen when the frost clouds lower the crisp brown leaves in thicker shower. The years shall come and pass, but we shall hear no longer where we lie the summer songs, the autumn sigh, and the boughs of this apple tree. And time shall waste this apple tree. Oh, when its aged branches throw thin shadows on the ground below, shall fraud and force and iron will oppress the weak and helpless still? What shall the tasks of mercy be amid the toils, the strifes, the tears of those who live when length of years is wasting this little apple tree? Who planted this old apple tree? The children of that distant day thus to some aged man shall say, and gazing upon its mossy stem the gray-haired man shall answer them. A poet of the land was he, born in the rude but good old times, to set he made some quaint old rhymes on planting the apple tree. I hope you enjoyed the planting of the apple tree and that perhaps you'll plant a tree yourself in your yard or garden if you have one, or with a group in some public space, 
or perhaps just contribute to an organization that does. And please join me again next week for another episode of Fireside Poems. If you think others might enjoy Fireside Poems, please let them know about it through your social media so that they might join you and me each week by the Fireside.